What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Thrive by Nutrition podcast. Super excited to be yeah, to be recording another episode for you guys. Um, been a couple of weeks, got a lot of stuff going on right now, uh, which is you know why the delay has occurred. But we're back. Um, I just want to let you guys all know first that you can watch nearly all of the podcast episodes on YouTube. Just search Joey Gas on YouTube. And there's a specific playlist for all of my podcast episodes, um, just because I think it's really cool to be able to watch people talk, especially when I have guests on. Maybe if you don't want to watch me talk, just my face, but um, I don't know. I enjoy it. I enjoy watching podcasts, watching the actual um, people who are speaking on there, kind of interact, see their facial expressions, things like that. So um, definitely go check that out. And if you do check that out, I definitely apologize. Um, looking pretty rough uh, recently due to all of this coronavirus stuff and not being able to go and get my hair cut. Um, hair is definitely getting a little long, coming over the ears. Um, and it's definitely one of those reasons why, as selfish as it sounds, that, you know, I just can't wait for things to open back up again. Um, that, as well as the gym, I'm really, really, really missing the gym right now. Um, obviously, you know, I've made a podcast about this uh, recently. You can get a good workout in at home. Um, to stimulate, you know, hypertrophy in your body composition goals. But um, when you are a power lifter uh, and you love training the big three, squat, bench, press, and deadlift, and you aren't able to do those at home if you don't have the equipment for them, um, it's not really about the results you're getting. It's about just being able to do what you love. So um, it's definitely been tough, but working through it, um, it is a beautiful Sunday morning right now. Um, about 11 a.m. Sun is shining. I think it's about 70 degrees outside. It's, it's an amazing day right now. Um, and I'm stuck inside. Well, not stuck inside, but I'm choosing to be inside recording this podcast right now for you guys because um, I miss you guys. So um, today we're going to talk about the scale. Um, the scale is something that gets thrown around all the time on social media now. Um, it's one of the hot topics to talk about, talk about is it good, is it bad, how you should use it. Um, so I want to give you guys the rundown. Um, I want to tell you guys, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, all about the scale, what it measures, how to use it properly, um, if you should use it, um, because I, I know you have, you know, one side of the camp that says you should definitely use it, another, another side of the camp that says to just throw them out, um, and I'm going to kind of give my opinion on it a little bit later on. First, I kind of want to go through more, you know, objective information, give you guys a little bit of education on, you know, what it actually measures and what it's used for. Um, and then at the end, I'll kind of give my opinion on it. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and get started. Sorry, I had to take a drink. But um, what does the scale measure? So it's really important to remember that when we are looking at the scale and we're taking our body weight, we aren't measuring body, uh, body fat by measuring the scale. We are not measuring body fat. We are not me measuring muscle mass. We are not measuring water content. We are not measuring bone density by just stepping on the scale. We are measuring our complete body mass. So all of those factors all put together, we are measuring. Not just one of those factors. Individually, we are measuring all of those together. So because of that, it's important to remember that we cannot decipher what's water weight if we gained or lost it, what's muscle mass if we gained or lost it, what's fat mass if we gained or lost it, what's bone density if we gained or lost it, what is just like organ mass, what we gained or lost it. We cannot decipher that. We cannot figure that out by just looking at the scale. So very, very, very 
important to remember. And I think this is um, part of the root of a lot of people's problems are their relationships with the scales because they think scale automatically correlates to fat loss or fat gain. When, like I said, it can be all of these things put together. It can be just one, not the other. We cannot determine what that actual weight loss or weight gain is by just a scale. It's not enough information. It's not. Um, so that is probably my number one point. We need to remember that when we're thinking about the scale, talking about the scale. Um, because if you start to think of the scale as something else, like straight fat mass, or even if we start to think of it as straight muscle mass or whatever, we're, gonna, we're not going to paint an accurate picture of what the scale actually is telling us. Um, so that's super, super important. It is a um, tool, but it is a limited tool. It's not um, the end-all be-all. So that's really, really important to remember. Um, so um, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what causes weight change, especially, you know, weight change day to day. Um, you can step on the scale, you know, in the morning, let's say me, for example, I step on the, step on the scale and maybe I'm like 200 pounds. Um, I can step on the scale maybe a couple hours later and I can be like 202. Or I can step on the scale maybe five hours later and be, you know, 199. Or I can step on the scale uh, before I go to bed and maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm the same, maybe I'm 202. Um, we, our body fluctuates so much throughout the day. Um, and it fluctuates day to day as well too. So I could wake up one day and I could be to hundred pounds. And the next day I can wake up and be 202. And then the day after that, I can wake up and be uh, maybe 199. I, it's really normal for people's weights to fluctuate anywhere from, you know, one to three pounds, maybe even up to four, four pounds, depending on how, um, heavy you are and what you've eaten or drank, which I'll kind of talk about um, a little bit later, but um, it's really normal for our body weight to fluctuate that much, even day to day, and especially throughout the entire day. Um, so this brings me to like, why, why does our weight fluctuate so much? Like, why, why, why do we see these big weight changes day to day or throughout the day? Um, is it fat mass? A lot of people do think that it's fat mass and that is what kind of uh, starts to reinforce this negative relationship with the scale too. Um, going back to what I talked about before, a lot of people think that um, when we measure our weight using the scale, we're measuring how much body fat we have. So then they think when the weight changes a certain direction, it means our body fat levels are changing, which um, I would say 90% or more of the time, that's not the case at all. 90%, this is just a random number I'm throwing out. This isn't based off statistics, but, um, the majority of the weight changes that you see day to day or throughout the day to, throughout the day are from water weight fluctuations, water weight changes in our body, whether our body's, you know, holding on to a little bit more water or we got rid of a little bit more water, maybe sweat, we sweat a little more, or we didn't drink enough water one day and um, we excreted a little more out. Um, water is going to make up most of the weight changes that you see in a short period of time. Um, and just for some context, two cups of water is about one pound. Two cups, 16 ounces is about one pound. So if you woke up in the morning, weighed yourself, um, you know, minimal clothing before eating or drinking anything right after waking up and go to the bathroom, uh, and you were 200 pounds, if I just went and drank two cups of water. I didn't even eat anything. So obviously if I didn't eat anything, I'm not going to be putting on any body fat or um, any you know tissue mass. Um, but I just drink two cups of water and then I go and weigh myself. I'm going to be a pound heavier, just two cups of water. That's it. Um, and 
that can make a big difference. And just think, you know, if you wake up and you down, um, you know, maybe 32 ounces of water, you, you down like four cups of water, that's going to be two pounds, you're going to be heavier. Um, so just really think about that every time you see like a one pound change in the scale, maybe it goes up a pound or it goes down a pound. Just think that that could just be two cups of water that's different, like your body is retaining or um, losing two cups more or less of water than what it did the previous day. Um, and this water retention can be, influ can be influenced by, you know, a variety of factors. It can be influenced by um, what our sodium or salt intake was the night before, what our carbon intake was the night before, um, what like stresses we have. Stress can also cause water retention too. How was our sleep? Uh, how was our training? Very, very intense training um, that is very stressful on the body, on the body. Uh, can cause extra water retention too. Um, so all of these things can impact how much water our body is holding. And that's not, a, it's not a bad thing. I think a lot of people think of, you know, quote unquote bloating or water, re water retention. They're holding onto a lot, a lot of water and they feel a little, um, you know, just they feel a little bigger and they wait a little more on the scale. And they think that's a bad thing, which it's not. I mean, our body has these mechanisms in place to keep us healthy. They have these things that are these hormones, um, these systems in our body that regulate how much water we hold and how much water we get rid of um, to make sure, you know, our body is functioning um, in a good way. So it's not a bad thing. If you, if you have a very high sodium, high carb meal the night before and you wake up and you're a pound heavier, like that's, it's nothing negative. It's just, it's just what happens. It's like, it, it's an objective thing that happens when your body has more salt and might be taking in more carbs. Your body just holds on to a little more water, which um, like if you have a fat loss goal, like it's, it's not fat mass. So it's not a bad thing for that to occur. It's just something that happens. Um, other things that can, you know, obviously influence weight changes, um, is, uh, like food waste. Um, so if you basically, if you have a lot of food and you haven't gone to the restroom in a while, um, you could be holding on to just more food waste in your body. And that could, you know, cause your weight to be a little higher. It's not going to be, um, as much of it make as much of an impact as water weight, but it can make a difference, especially when we add on these other factors. Um, another thing that can influence the weight on the scale is muscle mass. Um, so if you are gaining muscle mass, the scale will start to go up. Um, it's not going to go up extremely fast. Trust me. Like if you put on a pound of muscle in a month, an entire month, that is amazing progress. Um, especially if you are past the beginner stage. If you're putting on a pound of muscle and you're in the intermediate or advanced stage, like you are, you're doing great. Um, that is a really, really fast rate of muscle gain for you know, someone of that uh, level. Um, also things like organ mass, um, like if we are storing more glycogen in our liver, um, our liver is just going to weigh more. It's storing more glycogen in there. It's probably gonna have more water in there. Um, other organs too, like they also, the size of them can change a little bit depending on if um, we have been in a calorie surplus or a calorie deficit, or they can change based off of water weight too. Um, and then obviously, uh, obviously fat mass, fat mass can, can, you know, play a role too. I know we get into this, um, we get into this kind of mindset. A lot of coaches do where we obviously don't want our clients to stress out about if the scale goes up, um, a pound over the weekend. If it goes up um, two pounds over a weekend of maybe, you know, having fun during a holiday, you know, 
eating a lot more, drinking a lot more. Um, we don't want our clients to stress about that. And um, I've been on the record saying before, you know, if you gain two pounds, um, you know, maybe on a Saturday night over the weekend, um, that's not going to be two pounds of fat mass, which is true. If you gain three pounds, let's say you gain three pounds um, because of, you know, you went out to eat more with the family. Those three pounds are probably not going to be all fat mass, but some of it might be. Like if, if you ate in a calorie surplus all weekend, you know, some of it likely is fat mass, but um, a very small percentage compared to what you actually think is probably is fat mass. Um, like I said, most of that three pounds is probably just water retention that we get from things like sodium carbs, the things I mentioned before. Um, but I think it's important to just kind of mention that um, if you do gain weight like that, a small percentage of it probably is fat mass, but don't freak out. It's not all going to be fat mass. Most of it is going to be just be water weight. Um, but I think one thing to ask yourself too, if you're using the scale and you're having a very negative relationship with it, um, think about how often you're weighing yourself. Um, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is that they, um, well, first let's go back to if you are weighing yourself, um, too often. So if you're weighing yourself multiple times throughout the day, like I said, um, our weight is going to fluctuate so much throughout the day. So um, you're just going to get yourself, I don't know, if you don't approach it very, very, very objectively, um, and you just look at, you know, if you weigh yourself multiple times, like three times a day, um, you can get in a trap of where you kind of um, get into your own head about how your weight is moving. So if it goes like up a couple pounds and maybe you're counting your calories or counting your macros and you say you're going to eat this much um, to you know approach fat loss and you see that number be a little higher in the midday than what you thought it would be or you wanted it to be um, you could get in this trap where then you end up adjusting your nutrition program midday because you see that weight on the scale kind of go up and that's what we don't want we don't want you to be prematurely making adjustments to your nutrition plan throughout the day because of you know midday weight fluctuations. We don't want that. So if you're weighing yourself too often like that, um, that can be a problem too. But also if you are weighing yourself uh, too little, so not often enough. So I see some people, maybe they have a bad relationship with the scale and uh, they choose to weigh themselves once a week. And I think that uh, can you know, bring on a worse relationship with a scale than um, the method I'll kind of explain after this. But if you weigh yourself once every week, so maybe you weigh yourself every Monday morning, um, our weight fluctuates day to day so much, like I said before, it can fluctuate one to three pounds. So let's say if you start a fat loss phase and you're 200 pounds um, and you weigh yourself on a Monday and then next Monday comes rolling around and maybe Sunday, maybe you were spot on with your calorie goal, but you just had more sodium. You just had a meal that was higher salt. Maybe you've made some tacos with some taco seasoning or something, some kind of Mexican food, and you had more sodium. Um, and that bumps up your weight, maybe two pounds. Maybe you're holding on to like two pounds more of water weight that next Monday morning when you weigh yourself. And if you do that, that, that kind of tells yourself, you know, if those are the only two data points that you have that you overate that whole entire week. It tells you that you overate that whole entire week. You probably gained fat mass or water weight, which um, if you're on spot with your nutrition the whole entire week and you just had that high sodium day the day before you're weighing, like that can definitely happen. Your weight can spike up that much. And 
even though you were in a calorie deficit the whole entire week. Um, so I think taking, you know, one weight per week on a certain day is kind of dangerous when it comes to actually measuring progress because of that um, day-to-day fluctuation that we see. So how do we avoid those day-to-day fluctuations or um, account for them or um, avoid that trap of thinking we gained fat mass possibly or we were off on our nutrition when we actually were on? Um, My recommendation is to take a weight daily, one weight daily every morning after you wake up, um, minimal clothing, you go to the bathroom uh, before you eat or drink anything, take a daily weight day to day, calculate an average of that every single week. So every single week, you're going to have a seven day average of what your weight was that week. And then instead of comparing those day to day weigh-ins that you have every single day, compare those weekly averages as the weeks go on. So if you are in a calorie deficit and you're trying to lose maybe let's say an average a pound a week, you want to see that average weight go down about a pound a week trend down. Um, and then if like other way, if you're trying to gain, gain weight or put on muscle slowly and you want to gain maybe um, a couple of pounds a month, or um, let's say maybe, maybe you want to do it a little faster and gain like a pound a week. Um, you want to see that average kind of trend up. Um, and this average is really important because it helps to kind of flush out those huge fluctuations that you may have from those random like high sodium meals that you had the night before. Um, so if, if you're weighing yourself just once a week, you can't really flush or flush out those, um, huge spikes in weight due to, you know, water retention. But if you take a seven day average, you can average those out, um, and kind of eliminates those huge fluctuations. So you can really get a full picture of how the scale weight is trending. Um, now if you're somebody who taking your weight day to day, um, just, really stresses you out I would one I think let's say this I think some people they try to avoid things that make them feel uncomfortable instead of um, asking themselves like why they feel this way like is it a lack of education about the scale is it a lack of understanding of what the scale measures Um, I think you should approach or look at those issues first and see if you can get over those Um, because I don't think we need to just avoid certain things that um, make us feel uncomfortable. Um, I, th- I think we don't grow and learn that way. I think we need to look at those things, um, ask ourselves those questions, like I mentioned, and then figure out a way like, if we can get to a good place or a good healthy relationship with the scale. But if for whatever reason you cannot do daily, daily weigh-ins um, and it really throws off your mindset, um, instead of doing weekly weigh-ins, I would do maybe push it to monthly weigh-ins, um, maybe once a month, just because A month is a long enough period of time if you have a weight loss goal to probably see, you know, weight loss regardless of if you do have a high um, spike in your weight by the end of the month. Um, So let's say if you were trying to lose, you know, um, a pound a week by the end of the month, that's four pounds um, in a month. And even if you do have a high sodium meal and your weight spikes up two pounds, um, you'll still see a two pound loss there and you'll still kind of know that you were in a calorie deficit. Now, now it's not going to show the same amount of loss that you actually really had. Um, But just the longer, the longer period of time that you go without weighing yourself before the next time, um, the less likely that a huge spike will tell yourself that you, you know, completely we're off with your nutrition. So um, 
just a refresh, I would recommend 100% day-to-day weigh-ins, seven-day averages, so you have a trend and you have data to look at. But if you really, really, really cannot do the scale, I would say maybe once a month, pick a day. Um, but still keep in mind that if you had a high-sodium meal the night before, your weight uh, could be off. So um, that's my kind of recommendation on how to use a scale as far as like when to weigh yourself, how often. Um, but I want to talk about how a lot of people seem to approach the scale now. Um, and I see a lot of, um, coaches kind of approach it this way too, which I think, um, which I think can kind of lead to a negative, um, kind of mindset around the scale too, uh, without even realizing it. So, um, we've obviously talked about, you know, if our weight spikes up a pound or two in a day that, um, it's likely just water weight fluctuation. It's likely just holding out to more water. Um, and there's no reason to feel overly negative about it or feel negative about it at all because it's just, you know, a normal fluctuation. It's probably water. Um, but what I see a lot of people doing, um, even coaches, is celebrating when their weight goes down a pound from the previous day. So the opposite, basically. So if your weight goes up a pound, no big deal. It's just water. But if the weight goes down a pound in a day, then we seem to praise it as if it's fat loss and you're doing great. Um, which, which who's to say that that one pound loss isn't just water weight loss too. There's, there's no way to know that if it's water weight loss or fat loss, but because it's going in that direction that we kind of want, we automatically praise it. But I think where this could cause a problem with someone's mindset is if they lose that pound, maybe their pound goes down in a day and they get super excited about it. And maybe even their coach gets excited about it. Maybe post a screenshot of their text message on social media says, Oh my God, this person's killing it. Um, and they really praise that number going down a pound. Um, but then the next day and it ends up going back up to what it was the day before, or maybe even a little higher, then you get into this situation where, okay, well I praised that one pound weight loss in a day, which, you know, meant I was on track. Now I have to try to shift my mindset and despite, you know, it, my weight going up a pound or a pound and a half, I have to try to tell myself it's just water. But when the, when the weight goes down, I tell myself it's fat mass, um, which I think can, I, I think I can lead to a more negative relationship with the scale without even realizing it. Um, because it's hard for us to separate, you know, if we, if we think something is positive in one way, it's hard for us to kind of separate that it's not negative when it goes the opposite way. Um, and this kind of goes back a little bit to what I talked about um, in, I think it was episode eight with Kara Goss. Definitely go check that episode out. We talked about body positivity and we talked about how um, my view is that I think we shouldn't get, just like we shouldn't be overly negative about our our body composition or the way we look at ourselves um, physically, I don't think we should get overly positive about it either. Because if we get overly positive about it, if our body changes for whatever reason, it's hard to, um, you know, not associate that with negative feelings then because we held so much value into what we look like. Um, and I think the scale goes the same way. If we hold so much value, positive value, even on that, you know, one pound weight loss in a day, then when that one pound weight loss or weight gain comes in a day, it's hard to separate that from those negative feelings. So I think we need to kind of stay neutral when it comes to day-to-day weigh-ins, even if it is a weight loss and weight loss is our goal. Um, and look at those weekly averages. Those weekly averages are going to be key um, because that's, you know, 
concrete data that shows us a trend when um, day-to-day weight weight changes, even if it's weight loss, doesn't really show us that trend. So that's my little um, spiel about that. Um, I don't think, like if I step on the scale, I'm 200, the next day I'm 199. Um, if 199 is the lowest I've been in months, then you know that might be something to celebrate because um, it shows the trend, it keeps going down. Um, but singularly looking at um, one weigh-in versus the next and it being a pound less, um, I don't think it's something to extremely really celebrate because it doesn't tell us that is fat mass. It could just be water weight. Um, so um, hopefully that all made sense. Um, let's see. I got some notes on what else I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, but I think we pretty much covered everything. Um, oh, um, the next thing is, is to just use a variety of tools then. If you are use, utilizing the scale, don't just utilize the scale. Take um, notes, even if it's just mental notes on um, how your body actually looks, like look in the mirror, maybe take progress pictures. I think progress pictures are great um, to use in combination with the scale. Think about how your clothes are fitting each week. Um, think about, you know, if you're gaining strength in the gym, are you looking leaner? Um, I think a, a really cool way and a really good way to use the scale, um, even if you're not even actively trying to change your body weight, I think it's, if you're somebody who's going to the gym a lot, m- you know, measuring your strength progress, um, I think it's really cool to look at the, um, look at the number on the scale and compare, you know, how your, um, how your strength is compared to your body weight and then see how it is at a different body weight. Like, for example, let's say if I was 200 pounds, um, and I could bench, um, 250. If I cut down to 190 and my strength stays the same at 250, that's a huge win because a lot of times when you lose, um, mass, whether it's fat mass or just mass in general, your leverages change. It gets a little harder to move a little bit of weight. Um, and you lose a little bit of strength. Um, but if you are able to maintain that strength while you lose weight, that's a huge win. Um, same goes for, uh, kind of the opposite direction. If you maintain your weight, but your strength goes up, that's telling you that, you know, you're getting stronger at that body weight, um, which I think is really important to um, just kind of be aware of that because um, it can, you know, build a little bit more, more motivation towards um, your strength progress, your training progress, um, when you can, you know, quantitatively see these changes um, in your strength numbers or the scale and see, you know, you just going in a positive direction with both of those. Um, so that's kind of my talk on the scale. I didn't want this podcast to be super long. Um, but I just wanted to kind of reinforce why I think some people are approaching it the wrong way as far as, um, not weighing themselves enough, um, or maybe weighing themselves too often, um, not taking weekly averages to kind of flush out those fluctuations and by celebrating short term, reductions in the scale, meaning if the scale goes down one pound in a day, don't, don't think about really celebrating that. Just look at it neutrally and in a neutral manner, and then look at the average, um, at the end of the week. So hope you guys like this podcast. Hope it was helpful information. Hopefully, you know, if you do have kind of a negative relationship with the scale, you can look at it a little bit more objectively, realize it doesn't just measure fat mass. Um, Fat mass is actually a very small percentage of what it does measure. It's mostly water weight, uh, but it still can be a helpful tool, especially when we're using it along with um, how we're progressing in the gym, how we look in the mirror and how our clothes fit. So um, thank you guys so much for listening or watching. If you watch it on YouTube, 
like always, um, subscribe to the podcast if you like it. Um, take a screenshot of it, post it on your Instagram story, post it on Facebook, post it wherever if you really took something away positive from this. Um, and, you know, I'll talk to you guys in the next one.